Before we start the podcast today, we just wanted to say that later on we'll be talking about the Netflix show 13 Reasons Why, which contains themes that some people might find distressing. Come on, Joe, let's do this. Right, here we are. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to day number one of my PE with Joe. Finally, after all these years, I've put myself in self isolation from you, Piers Morgan. This is a message from the government's chief medical officer about coronavirus. But it's not the flu. It's vicious. We are told about 30 devices. Uh, we have been double-checking this, but it does seem to say 30. Make your choice and stick with it. Did you see? 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 Hello and welcome to Did You See, a podcast where we catch up on all the things we saw this week. I'm your host, Talon Aslanian, and I'm here with Rose Lander. Hello. And Pippa Smith. Hi. Sophia is still on holiday in Spain. Boo. We're not mad about it. It's okay. We're three socially distant, newly qualified journalists. But despite being stuck inside, we just can't tear ourselves away from all the madness on our screens. In the week where face masks became compulsory in England's shops, did you see everything that happened? US politician Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez gave a damning speech against sexism from a colleague, which went viral. Soap started to catch up with real life and gyms and swimming pools are open today. Yay, who's going to a gym? Um... (laughs) Not me. (laughs) Um. Well, to be honest, I do go to the gym, but I think I'm going to avoid it for quite a long time. I guess, like, I don't know how it's going to work. I assume people have to um, socially distance quite a lot. Um, I used to go swimming. I love swimming, but I'm going to leave it for a bit, I think. I just think... I think swimming's one that you should leave for quite a while, I would say. Well, apparently the pool is fine because of the chlorine. Yeah. It's the changing rooms. And they say go in your swimming costume, which I do anyway, underneath. But, I mean, you can't leave in a wet swimming costume. You have to change. So (laughs) I'll just leave it for now. Well, we couldn't do a podcast without mentioning something crazy that had happened in Corrie. (laughs) So yesterday's episode, which was Friday's episode... Coronation Street finally caught up up with real time and it was a coronavirus episode. So (laughs) all of the people in it were socially distanced. And do you know what? It wasn't awkward. It did feel exactly the same. The only two differences were you could tell they didn't have two people in one shot where they could have done. There was a lot Mm. of like going back and forth from different Yeah, a lot of close-ups. Yeah. Yeah. And the second thing was every single person, every new scene they went to would mention the coronavirus. And I was like, mate, we already know. We've been (laughs) in this world for three months. You don't need to keep mentioning it. To be fair, though, that's quite accurate because it's pretty much all anyone talks about. Yeah, it's true. But I think like, I I don't know when they filmed this episode. So maybe it was more reflective of where we were in society like a few months ago. Mm. Whereas now, like, I know we're still talking about the coronavirus, but I'm not I'm not mentioning it in every single conversation I'm having. I don't know. I feel like every time you see somebody new, you're like, oh, what a crazy time we live in, eh? Yeah, Yeah. that's true. It's the new weather, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) On face masks, I have 
a subject to raise, okay? Um, I want your opinions on this. Um, So are you familiar with the uh, government's get rich summer advert, get get out and enjoy summer safely advert? No. That Um... they've been putting on. It's like, so you may not be very helpful to me in this because I need to know (laughs) the answer. I feel like I have seen it, but I, I don't like really remember. It's got like whistly music. It's very cheery, and there's people like getting their hair cut and going for a coffee. I think and stuff. I have. I think and I it's have. Like, yeah. Do 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 Enjoy summer, kind of thing. <laughs> Are uh, you about to tell me that no one's wearing a face mask? Well, no. <laughs> I'm no. So we were watching the TV the other day, and it came on, and they were wearing face masks. But my boyfriend thinks that they weren't before, and they photoshopped them on. Oh my god. This is his conspiracy theory. Well, it's not really a conspiracy theory. And I was like, I don't know. I I can't because you know when you've seen something and you can't remember and I tried to Google it to see if this was a thing and I don't know. And like to to be fair, it does look a little bit photoshopped. Um, but I just would like your opinions. But if you haven't seen it then I haven't seen it, but I think you should ask Twitter or like at least search on Twitter. I need to know. Yeah, somebody will have recorded it and and found the evidence, I think. I mean, it does make sense for them to have changed it because obviously it would be a waste to have to refilm the whole thing. Um, But still. It's quite funny. It's It's quite funny. Do you remember that conspiracy about how walkers changed the colour of the packet of crisps? Did you see (laughs) that? No. (laughs) No. There's like this whole... There's this whole like... Thing about how because you know so what color are salt and vinegar green green well and what walkers, color are. uh cheese and onion blue blue so but not if you buy other brands but but i but i do associate them the other way around which yeah. is really weird and i think it's because they used to be but no one but it's like a secret but some people <laughs> but some people Maybe. remember and it's like one of those things that people say is like a glitch in the matrix okay well, it's the same with the government's advert. Um, <laughs> did they have masks on all the time or are the masks new? Somebody who listens to this, if you know, let us know on Twitter. I might put out a, a call to action about this because I actually need to know because then it really annoys me every time I watch it now. So I'm trying to remember a version without the masks. Exactly, guys. So follow us on Twitter. We're at DYS underscore podcast on Twitter where you'll be able to reply to... Pippa's now request and also we are posting daily on there with things we're seeing throughout the week so you should get involved but also remember if you like what you're hearing subscribe to us and if you have some time give us a review why not hey live short we love reviews (laughs) so Rose what did you see this week did you see Zac Efron's new show on Netflix I definitely saw it being advertised on Netflix. I know nothing about this. Am I just like living in a hole? It's called Down to Earth and it's um it's basically it's it's kind of hard to describe. It's about health, about food and about sustainability. So Zach is going around the world. So it's also kind of about travel, which is quite nice. And it's also about Zach Efron, which makes about it, a lot of things. Yeah, which makes it even better. Um, so Zac Efron goes around the world with um, this guy called Darren, and Darren is a superfoods expert. And so Darren um, basically is like Zac's spiritual guide, and they go to all these places around the world to like find out like 
new answers to old questions about to do with superfood and health and stuff. So I've only seen two episodes. It's quite funny because I did see it on Netflix and I'm a I'm a Zac Efron fan. But it was actually recommended to me by my dad. <laughs> so mum and dad watched the first episode and they and they thought I'd like it, so they told me about it. And um, But I actually didn't watch the first episode. I watched the second one. And Talon and Pippa will know why when I tell them that the second one is all about water. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm obsessed with water and tap water. <laughs> Oh yes! I was like, what? I once, I once tried to make Talon and Pippa do a whole project with me about tap water, um, but I was so on board. With yeah, I, I really was. I wasn't um, that on board with it, but guys, I think we've all been really like we've we've missed out on um, Rose's special water abilities. Do you want to talk to people about what you what you can? Well, you know about water. What can I give? Yeah. Well, basically, I'm just obsessed with tap water and I like to um, rate restaurants based on their tap water service. But this episode kind of blew a hole blew a hole in that whole thing because they're talking about um, the properties of water and they go to this water sommelier in the States. Mm, um, that's actually fun. And um, he's like teaching them and Anna Kendrick is randomly in that episode as well. Don't know why. Okay. And um, that he's like giving them all these like waters to taste. And basically, he says that if you ever see like bottled water, so I never drink bottled water anyway. I just drink tap water. No. But if money. you see bottled water that says like distilled or purified or pure or whatever, he says don't go for it. It's absolute rubbish. It's basically just tap water that they've like added stuff to and taken stuff out and it's just like it's rubbish basically he said you you need to go for spring water and mountain water and mm. stuff like that and he was showing them all these waters from all over the world that are direct from the spring and have like loads of vitamins and minerals in them and are just like basically medicine even though it's just water anyway i digress because basically the show is very entertaining it's very informative and it's got zach efron in it and the other episode <laughs> that I watched was about Peru. And they, they it's all about potatoes, basically. And this Ooh. is such a, such a sweet bit where Zac Efron is, like, imagining a world without potatoes and he gets really sad. And he's just oh. he's just so adorable. I mean, he's obviously good-looking. That's... that's <laughs> yes. And my dad was saying, I did like the programme, but I did get... Did get they are just too good-looking. Because the other guy, Darren, the superfood <laughs> man, is like quite good looking as well and I was like yeah I didn't find that so irritating um (laughs) and I saw on Twitter people were saying like posting these memes of like convincing my boyfriend that I'm watching um Zac Efron's new show for the information and then there's like these Mm -hmm. and then they like have these pictures of like Zac Efron doing all these poses and they've captioned it the information (laughs) (laughs) I did see that when the show came out on Twitter people were saying thank you Zac Efron for keeping up with the times um, and having more of a dad bod because apparently dad bods are more in style or something and then all of these dads on Twitter were going dad bod (laughs) and then posting a picture of like their beer belly yeah I'm not sure it could be described as as a dad bod but um, he's so adorable, and he's also who wants that? Sorry, <laughs> no, but he looks good. You should... Apparently, a lot of people. You should, you should watch it. He looks good. He looks good. But I actually like 
love this kind of stuff like health and food and fitness why well, would i'm so oh, gonna watch, you it, watch it then it's really good it's really sweet and also it's it comes from such a good place like in the in the episode i was watching about peru he was talking oh it's also the other thing i love about it is this the filming style and the editing style it's very mm. truthful they don't you know when you're like watching something and they basically just like and this goes for basically everything it's particularly these types of documentaries and they like pretend that the film crew isn't there like they pretend that they're like yeah alone in this uh, yeah. desert or whatever and you're like yeah but ha- what about that guy who's like carrying all the equipment and following you around and mm. you never mention him <laughs> so they're like open about like including the crew and like you sometimes see them in shots and and like they have they include scenes of like somebody's birthday party and them all having a meal together it's like really oh, sweet oh I love that mm. um anyway that's what I love about like keeping up with the Kardashians and Top Gear mm. two completely <laughs> different shows <laughs> But both of them always include the crew, yeah. and you know that the crew's there, and it's good. It just it's makes truthful, it a lot better. Isn't it? It's interesting, and also it's I interesting. Yeah. I like that stuff. I want to know how they're making it. It's like yeah. it's as it, we love it's, behind exactly. The scenes. It's as if they're including the making of, like within the program, and I always love a making of. I think that we have a particular affinity with these crew people as well, having like lugged cameras around yeah, the shoot for like months on end. We we understand the yeah, struggle exactly. of being yeah. a person that has to do that, so you want a bit of credit. Yeah. So there's this there's this scene in the episode about Peru where he's talking to Darren about um his what it was like to become suddenly so famous at 18 years old Mm. and he didn't expect it at all and at first he was like yeah my ego kind of went up and I enjoyed it and then straight away I had this like almost like this guilt like I haven't contributed anything to society like why am I on the cover of whatever this thing is so he wanted to find a purpose and he's basically saying that this program this journey is his purpose and like Isn't that so sweet? He's so adorable. Yeah, it's so sweet. Yeah, but it's not without controversy. So I have to mention this because I think it is really important. There's an episode which I haven't watched about Costa Rica. And um, I've seen out there, so I haven't seen it, but I've seen um, people saying that um, it, it was a bit dodgy because they basically didn't talk to any people from Costa Rica while they were there. They just talked to expats. And um, so, Um, you know, in in the world of like sustainable travel and like all these ethical um, things we really should think about to go there and just talk to foreigners about maybe, you know, I don't know what they're talking about in that episode, maybe like some kind of project they're starting or whatever, but then not talking to the local people does kind of seem Mm -hmm. like they've missed missed the the point of that one there. Yeah, well, I was going to ask like, what's the sort of, I don't know, because it's like, it's interesting when you sort of see these wellness things and like about like into your body like what's the link up with like the environmental aspect and all that sort of thing which there's quite like involved in food and water and all that sort of thing so I was going to ask like how does it deal with that and like the fact that they they they, they kind yeah. of um talk about those things as they come up if you know what I mean so they didn't really talk about that Mm. that much with the water episode but then with the potatoes one it was basically all about sustainability because it was like um you know this could happen to the world and we could have what could kill us could be that we run out of food so because of climate change you know imagine everything just dries up and we can't grow anything yeah so that was kind of included in that episode so when I was with my family a few weeks ago um, we did we did start talking about water 
Um, and it was because, well, it was my birthday and someone gave me a water bottle with a filter in it. And they were asking me, can you taste Ooh. the difference? Uh, yeah, it's really fancy. It's right here. <laughs> um, and I was saying, well, I, d I don't know yet. I haven't really used it, but definitely I can taste the, the difference in, of water in different water bottles. And then we started having this long conversation about how guilty we feel about having a conversation about the rich water we prefer most when in African countries they don't have clean water. Mm. Well, lots did of countries. they mention that and in in lots of countries too? Yeah, that's that's a good did point. They, they didn't. That? that is a really good point, Talon. I'm glad you brought that up because they didn't really talk about the cost of um, of all this amazing um, good good water. So in that episode, they went to France and um, it was a lot about um, this project in Paris where they're um, providing this amazing water free throughout the whole city so there's like loads of fountains so that everyone can have it you know homeless people have access to good water but obviously that's in paris so and they didn't mention anything about yeah. this water sommelier like he didn't say how much these bottles of water cost um yeah. and so they didn't really address that i think it's kind of like they're just looking into it and what they want to say is we we mm. should make these things more accessible they was they were talking about it in like a u.s context they were like we don't have this amazing water in the u.s and that sucks um so i think like in yeah. you know i think that's what they want is they want to like find ways to to make these things more common but they didn't really address it explicitly yeah i think with these programs like you're always going to enter a bit of a minefield aren't you like i'm so i'm really into like food and like food programs that were like restaurants and stuff and like often they're restaurants that I I couldn't afford let alone like people who like can't afford to eat but I still like enjoy them and it's still interesting and like they do talk about various different issues but they, you can't like you can't always address everything in every program can you? It's difficult because obviously you you want to create something that you're passionate about and and ultimately I'm sure that episode had a larger a greater a better impact than it did have a negative impact and you can't make everyone happy at the end of the day it's just like you have to be brave enough to just go forth with your um your vision and just create it and know that still people are gonna say negative things or you're gonna have missed things out because at the end of the day you don't have all the knowledge and all the thoughts in your brain it's easy to criticize someone for leaving something yeah. out isn't it and also you never know what's left out in editing as well <laughs> very true Exactly. very true and we know that better than anyone well that was very interesting thank you rose i'm definitely oh, gonna welcome. go watch that on netflix yeah, you've sold it to me <laughs> yes new new series to watch well pippa what did you see this week well did you see the mix-up about a big cat sighting in sussex this week no, I always I did love not. these stories. <laughs> it's a niche one. I'm surprised. I'm not surprised that you haven't seen it. Uh, so, uh, essentially, what happened was uh, police officers were called uh, to a park in West Sussex because somebody had reported seeing a large predator, and um, what they thought was a panther, on a park bench. Um, and so the police officers turn up, and when they first got there, they also thought that there was a panther there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it turned out to be uh somebody had left a soft toy uh mm -hmm. on the bench and like to be fair looking at the picture that i can see on sky news 
it is quite a large soft toy. It's like one of those really proper, like not life size, but pretty big. Like the sort of thing that whenever I like won it or bought it home from a theme park, my mum would go, oh, for God's sake, where are we going to put that? <laughs> Which is maybe why it's been left on a park bench. Uh, so anyway, um, they then discovered that it was not a threat to life or anything. Uh, so it was all good. But apparently this happens a lot. Yes. Wait, so it wasn't a just a big thing. cat. It was a it was a toy cat. It was a stuffed a toy, yeah. toy of a of like a big cat. Oh wow. Uh, that somebody had rung in and been like, There's a panther on the park. <laughs> um, and then they'd and then gone they were like, see. Oh, the panther hasn't moved for ten minutes. Well <laughs> it's quite like when you first look at it, you think, God, that looks like a like if you just saw a glimpse of it, you'd think it might be. But yeah, it doesn't move, obviously, and it's 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 the way it's been placed on the bench because you know they have like obviously quite stiff limbs. It's one of those quite like stiff yeah. stuffed toys. I don't know how to. It's not a floppy one. I know what one. you mean. Mm. So it's sort of been placed with its front legs over the top oh, of the bench. Oh, to be fair, the way it's been placed looks really quite realistic. Yeah, I feel like someone's done that slightly. Well, maybe they haven't. It's a prank. Yeah. But also maybe they just didn't really think about it when they left it there. But who I needs just... that there? I just love this stuff. I honestly do. It's so funny. It cracks me up. <laughs> and it happens so often. And a lot of the time, it's just like someone's cat who's just like slightly well, large. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> so apparently, it's it's quite common. So last year, the RSPCA were called out uh, because somebody thought someone was keeping a tiger in a cage <laughs> in Exeter. Uh, but it turned out to be a soft toy. Um, so yeah, it's, it is quite common. Uh, that it's soft toys. I'm amazed how often um, people think that they've seen a big cat in the wild in the UK. It's like you would maybe think of like other things first. I just love how often people go straight to, oh my people god, there's a tiger. <laughs> yeah, I but it's seen... quite exciting though. You'd <laughs> yeah. want as as much as you're scared of it, you want that to be a tiger or well, a panther. Also, I was thinking about the police officers that turned up they must have like been quite scared because if you think you're turning out and there could be literally like quite a dangerous predator and you've just got to stumble around the west sussex <laughs> countryside in the dark um for a panther which is already black yeah in the dark that's um, quite scary <laughs> Um, but yeah, I guess people think they might have escaped. I don't know if this location is near a zoo because it could be that they thought people thought it had escaped from a zoo because yeah. that sometimes happens yeah. um, very yeah. rarely. Oh, um, gosh, so good. So I live near the Fens and um, for as long as I've been alive, there's been sightings of the Fen tiger <sighs> and... Um, you know, it crops up every now and again, and you and you see these like blurry photos of just basically like a blob running through a field, and people are like, "It's the fen tiger." Is it like <laughs> um, the le- the Loch Ness monster? Yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah, but presumably it's someone's cat. Yeah, well, or, or various several cats. cats. Yeah, my cat looks like a panther. Mm. Like you could be forgiven for thinking he was a baby panther. He's 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 larger than a normal cat. We call my black cat the house panther. Yeah, exactly. Um, they do. Like, he's, yeah, he's very. Sleek but my cat doesn't like. leave the garden, so there will be no <laughs> mistaking him for, for an I escaped panther. I often think panther. that too. 
Like the, I always say to my dad, like that cat looks like a tiger, like the way it's walking and the way its fur is mm. hanging from its tummy as well. Mm. It just kind of just looks like a tiger. I don't know, random cats I see. But they, I mean, they are obviously related. So like yeah. when you well, go and are, see, yeah. when you see them in the zoo or in the wild, like yeah. they, they act They're just like, like little cats. kitties. Yeah, especially <laughs> the babies. Um, guys, I have really exciting news, but it's got a slightly tragic note to it. Oh, well, Aww. not really. <laughs> I'm going to the zoo this week Ooh. on Big Cat News. Um, very exciting. I've been waiting to go for ages since they opened and it's been a logistical nightmare. Um, but the sad news is that I went to book the tickets and I was like, oh, book student tickets, but I need to find my student card. So I searched for ages because I haven't used it since we left uni, which was in like March. Um, and it turns out it's expired so no. i can't have a student ticket which is oh. fine it's only it's only three pounds more um and do you have to have a student card can you not yeah, use you uni days to, well it says you have to have a student id i booked it now it's only three pounds can you not put your it. finger over the your thumb over the the date and <laughs> that just would be show... dishonest and what people <laughs> from whips and Aids who listen to this podcast they'd know that i'd done that i could never live with myself yeah but pippa <laughs> you know what's even sadder what? Is that in like two weeks, I'm not going to be a young person anymore. <gasps> what do you, do you have mean? a rail card? Well, because I'm turning 26 and that's just like in another, that's, that's... in the next bracket. You can't no, even have a rail don't card. Be silly, yeah, you can. You can get an adult rail card. They have uh, big ones yeah, as well. Yeah, but they're not as good. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter because we can't go anywhere. Warning, if you haven't seen 13 Reasons Why, any of the series or even the last series, I'm going to be including some spoilers, but you should already know them by now, really. Okay, well, do you guys want to hear what I saw this week? Yes, please. Always. So, I have been watching since 2017 when the Netflix series came out, 13 Reasons Why. Did you ever watch that? I watched the first season. No, I've no- I haven't seen it. I'm still in my hole so when it came out it was quite controversial because it was containing lots of issues um that would cause people distress when they watch so it did have issues like suicide rape depression and there was just a lot of it in the series which was it was praised at first for talking out about all those issues but Mm -hmm. then people also saying that it went way too far and i remember when i did watch it back in 2017 I actually stopped at the fourth episode and had to take a really long break because Mm. it was getting into my head Um, and then I continued watching a few weeks later Mm. so even though I wasn't sure about the first series when the second series came out in 2018 I watched that too and that was although it was still quite distressing it was less intense than the first series and I kept Mm. watching through the third series and then finally this series which was the fourth and final series so that's what I had been watching the whole entire week and it really brought all of the the kids um who had been in high school for so long having so many different issues and they'd covered up a murder it was honestly the craziest yeah a murder well it's it happened in like series two so like i don't know if that is a spoiler i'm a bit confused because i because obviously i haven't seen it but i know the concept of the first series so how do they like move beyond that into Mm. the rest of it 
I'd be intrigued. So, I can't really remember the second series, but the second series was also tapes by another person. Ah. And then the third series, they moved away from tapes and they started... um, Each episode was a different piece of evidence towards the murder of a character. Okay. Um, I don't know if I should be unveiling any information here or what. No, don't give any more spoilers. But is it like, so each each season is still, it's still 13 pieces of like evidence for something? No. So the, the last series didn't have anything to do with tapes pieces of ed- evidence nothing it was just i don't think it was even 13 episodes i think it was 11 um and it was the journey of them being in their final year of high school they've got lots of stuff going on and it really touched on it this episode this series really touched on depression and it focused on how all of this stuff that had been going on through high school had finally really Mm. properly affected them not saying it hadn't done before but it had all come to a head in their final series and it was also quite you could some in some ways relate because they were going through their university applications and they were moving on and they were graduating so if you've been Mm. through all of that you can kind of understand Mm. but then also separate yourself from all of the insane murder situation (laughs) that craziness that you wouldn't have been involved with but the reason why it affected me so much was i was actually having bad dreams from watching the series but i kept wanting to continue because it was so good and at the end they just brought it all together so well and i just think it must have been so difficult to carry through a series with so many difficult themes and then bring it together in such an I'm not saying that the ending wasn't controversial but it it put us all at peace and it was Mm. great and I just think that I would recommend watching like the last two episodes even if you didn't know what was going on because it just showed how everything can fall into place even though things happen in life for a reason and they're horrible things you can really um, just be at peace with your decisions. Everything happens for a reason, even if it's awful. Eventually, it will all come good, hopefully. Although I'm not saying it became good but don't, either. Don't cover up murders. Don't, don't cover kiss. up murders. Um, but I'm not saying it became good either, but it just it just finished it so nicely. And... Um, Clay Jensen, who is the main character in the whole entire program, don't know if you remember him. I do. Kind of nerdy um, teenage boy, although not so much teenage at the end. His parents, Lainey, and I can't remember the dad's name, went through so much. And I feel so bad for them because Clay had so many mental problems. And obviously, that's really bad. But his parents were so wonderful and they just showed that at the end and they got the praise they needed because they were always background characters and in these series they always are but they came to the forefront in that last couple of episodes that's it for our podcast this week we hope you enjoyed it and if you did why not subscribe to it on spotify apple podcasts or just generally wherever you get your podcasts And remember to give us a follow on Twitter to get all the latest updates. We're at DYS underscore podcast. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.